Hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Another crazy day in the market. And today's topic headline is basically, is this a bull trap? Is this fundamentally a move that's happening in the market today where we need to be paying attention to what is going on? And can we actually still make it to SPY the 500 by 21 January 2022 for these SPY $500 calls that we're in? Hey, welcome into the closing bell with Craig. Hey, you already know what time it is, baby. We're going to be breaking down charts. We're going to be breaking down what I think about SPY. And go ahead and start loading your tickers over into the chat so that way we can get through your technical analysis about things that you're looking for in the market as we get developing on what's going on today. Now, earnings. We have earnings today. And the only company that I'm really paying attention to today is blackberry okay i'm gonna head over to earning whisper and just make sure that there is not any other companies that may be uh actually reporting earnings that we did not uh, take into account for today and actually i see yeah we're only going to be looking at blackberry this afternoon to see what they're talking about as well and we already know that we had got good sentiment yesterday from nike and micron okay so we had a good movement there and then even more special today the CEO of Disney is doing an interview on Closing Bell, doing uh, the Closing Bell Hour. We'll check that out. We'll listen in for some snap, uh, some, some snapshots to understand what's going on there with some of these sound bites that he actually gives us on what he thinks about um, Disney. And I already kind of heard some of the simplest about he believes that the Disney relationship with China has eroded and that may affect the business plan going forward for Disney. So we'll listen in on some of those things and kind of take that into account. Hey, if you're listening to this over on the podcast, hey, welcome in too to you as well. I enjoy you being over there listening to this on the podcast and following along with us. But definitely make sure when you get the opportunity, when we go through charts, you want to go ahead and be looking at this on YouTube at a later date as well too. So definitely set yourself a reminder. Definitely take out some pen and pads if you actually want to keep up with notes on what we talk about, price entries, targets, things of that nature. If you want to look at all those things with us, definitely check it out on YouTube as well. So Really and truly, how has y'all market day been so far? Has it been red? Has it been green? Is it been flat? I'm interested in knowing. I'm really interested in knowing how it's been. So definitely let me know down in chat. If you had a green day, what ticker was going to the moon? And if it's been a red day, let me know in chat as well. What ticker is dropped down off the face of the planet today for you? Okay. So all these things is what I care about knowing with you guys. And man, let's look over and see what they're talking about right now. Over on the closing bell, as we get ready to take a look at some of the market leaders, I'm going to pull up the heat map as we look at them as well. So we'll go ahead and look over at the closing bell and see what they're talking about just right now at this point in time. Uh, once I can get, okay, what's going on over there? One second, one second. I'm having technical difficulties here, I guess. Uh, let's see. Mm, okay, here we go. Don't know what that's about. For some odd reason, I'm having an issue right now. Having some type of delay. One second, folks. Apologize for that. And I still don't haven't got it worked out just yet. Uh, that's qu quite weird. Okay. All right. What in the? Okay. Let's do this. How about this? Sorry, I had an issue here. Don't know what that was about. 
All right, here you go. Today, after investors are digesting what were better than expected results, here are some highlights for you. North America on fire last quarter, up 12% on revenues from last year. Margin improvement. Investors were happy to see that. It speaks to the ability for Nike to keep prices high. Supply chain issues, while still hurting Nike, are improving. Vietnam was the big issue for this company on production. While now capacity, we learned, is 80% back online and product is slowly moving. But it was a culprit, along with other COVID disruptions, like rolling shutdowns, for weaker China sales. That was the one weak spot in the report. And it is a key growth market for Nike. Sales there falling 20% from last year. On the conference call, CEO John Donahoe says the brand Nike in China is still strong. Listen. Our brand tracking tells us that our brand is still the number one cool and favorite brand in all 12 of our key cities around the world, and it's strengthening, and strengthening against our historical competitors. In fact, the only people that are coming close are technology companies. And so that continues to be one evidence. But I I think even, even more fundamentally and longer term is the foundation of having a direct connection with the consumer. He also specifically mentioned that they were the number one brand in their category on Tmall and doing very well in China. So investors are looking past the weaker sales analysts writing, it's transitory and they chalk it up to some of these supply chain issues and that Nike's brand continues to be strong as Donahoe says. He said this competitive position for the company is stronger than it was 18 months ago. And importantly, the company did maintain guidance for mid single digit growth for this year. Remember though, last quarter, that guidance was lowered on some of these production and transit delays. Mike, when it comes to Nike stock, I think a big part of the surge today, it's up 6.3%, was up even more earlier, is the fact that it was an underperformer for the year on some of these supply chain headaches, like a Vietnam and transit issues. Nike is susceptible to the macro issues, but for what it can control, it's very strong. That direct-to-consumer business that, that has just ballooned continues to serve them well, and that's what they're getting credit for today. Yeah, and I mean, so as they talk about that, let's head over to the heat map. Um, I talk, I think of that Nike actually had a great earnings yesterday. Um, going through the report a little bit today, this understanding that they actually have, uh, they actually had a good uh, quarter where they basically saw recovery of the supply chain, and they even predict that the supply chain will actually be even better in the next six months, about March timeframe, as they head into their quarter one of 2023. For them, okay, and I think that's amazing for actually um, Nike because if they're saying that their supply chain is actually shortening, that means that basically um, consumer goods uh, supply chains may be in a better state than people are giving it credit for, and they may have a bigger effect for the retail space. Now, semiconductors, technology, things of that nature, they may have a different type of supply shortage right now that they have to deal with that that won't really affect Nike, okay. Um, so I think you got to think about it in this sense is that, you know, the supply chain shortages shortages are pretty much scaled out. They're not, you know, all they all don't look the same One, you know, one box don't fit the same slot. Right. So you got to think about it in that sense that a lot of these technologies are going to have supply chain issues, but consumer goods can have easing of uh, that same problem as well. Just like I think that the food industry is now starting to like ease some of their uh, problems as well, too. And the supply chains uh supply chain shortages so uh we we'll just need to pay attention to these things as they go and just like that as i talk about it look over at uh they're talking about micron right now about their uh technology issues okay so let's listen in 
terms of what its impact will be in uh, certain parts of the world where chips obviously are made, kind of encouraging, at least from uh, Mr. Morota. Yeah, without a doubt, Dave. And like, and when you talk to combine what uh, Nike was, what Micron was saying with what Nike's comments were, both have exposure to Asia with the supply chain. I think it sets up a, an optimistic tone. Again, getting back to what I was talking about earlier with uh, optimistic tones about uh, COVID. These things, the supply chains are starting to get better, according to these companies with very uh, large exposure in in that area. So I think that's a, an encouraging aspect. Plus, you see a stock with rally 10% reaction to earnings like Micron has, it's a good sign for the overall chip sector. And the chip sector is the, you know, the lifeblood of the digital economy these days. So I, I think it's, 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 a, it's a positive sign at the margin here. How, how much of a bellwether is Micron for the broader semiconductor industry, Mike? And, and, and Nike, for that matter, for consumer stocks, because both, both seem to be really lifting their respective averages today. Yeah, Micron, I mean, obviously for its chunk, you know, m memory in general, it's it's obviously the bellwether for that subset. Um, I Sometimes I look at the semiconductor group, though, kind of to Paul's point about it, it being this sort of lightbulb of the digital economy. On a three, five, and 10-year basis, the semiconductor index has doubled the S&P 500 total return. On all those time periods, you have to go back to a, the worst entry point ever, which is the end of 1999, over 20 years, it matched the S&P return. I just wonder at what point you're going to be at risk of, uh, of kind of overthinking it uh, when it comes to semis. And uh, maybe that point is soon uh, when it comes to something like NVIDIA that seems like it's really given itself credit for tons of future growth. But I do think it's amazing that all you had to do is know that semis were going to become more important uh, over, the, over the course of time. And you've been rewarded for that. Very simple observation. Let's hit General Mills, sitting out today's broader rally. After posting earnings before the bell, the company missing okay, on earnings per so share, but did look beat on at, revenue uh, and what's raised going its on with the SPY real quick. As we head over uh, to this right now, you see that SPY is actually trying to make its move up. And you see that this level is current, currently trying to break out. We're current, currently in the middle of another gap on SPY. Uh, really interesting gap right here, right? Um, you'll see that basically we broke through this gap level here, and this is the breakout of that gap. So we are looking at that level right now to see how it actually finishes out the day. This is going to be an interesting move, interesting move to pay attention to. So we'll see how it goes. This is my other chart on SPY at this point in time right now. Um, let's check this out. Let's see what we got. So you see this breakout come that's happening right now. And we got this leg up. We'll see how it keeps on going. We'll keep our eyes on it. We're about actually three minutes out from actually having the closing bell. So we got two more minutes to go um, before I actually got two minutes and 30 seconds to be exact. Uh, so, yeah, that's what we're currently seeing. There's a lot of things being talked about when it comes to the uh, supply chain and things of that nature. We'll head over to the heat map real quick and come right back before the bell. You'll see that everything is pretty much green today as I hide myself for this. You'll see that everything is pretty much green uh, where you're looking at a, a big market opportunity right now for a lot of people to actually take the dip. They, they bought it and now we got to see how it rips. And really and truly, I think we are still going to have a bull trap move here. OK, I think this is going to be uh, a short fuse move. And I'll talk about that here um, after we get into the closing bell. After we get our bail off today, we'll talk about this because I want to show you some things that I'm looking at and how you may still want to 
know, safeguard yourself and position uh, what could happen with the spy going forward. Okay, so it's really interesting times that we're in right now where we all thought there was going to be a Santa Claus rally um, and then thought about how the retail space should actually be picking up for the holidays. And really, truly, we've been fighting at certain levels. We've been fighting at the 4,600 level. We've been fighting at the 4,700 level to maintain pace um, with uh, what we've been seeing in the broader market. But we've also seen that now to the yesterday after having all the spider uh, indices down, that's the S&P 500 trust stuff, they have all been red yesterday. They're pretty much green on the day or pretty much flat at the same time. So let's head over to the closing bell as we get the uh, closing bell coming up and we'll continue our conversation after that. Upside volume for much of the day. Overall volume is pretty light, often the case uh, when it comes to, you know, end of the year and rally days, uh, but certainly nothing uh, to sneeze out there. Did want to take a look uh, on a longer term uh, basis at a couple of um, uh, a couple of bellwethers. The, uh, the uh, cloud computing and IPO index having very strong bounces today, but that's the path they've traveled. Again, very important peaks in the speculative parts of the market, including SPACs and these types of areas in January. So maybe just a bounce, maybe something more. We'll have to see. Volatility index uh, is finally receding further down to 21. Looks like a pretty good spike on the chart. That's usually a good thing uh, when you spiked up and come back into stability, but still above 20 when the market overall is kind of calm and 2% from its high shows you. People still remain a little bit on guard for what might be to come out of Omicron, David. Yeah, uh, as they perhaps should. You know, it's funny looking at that IPO uh, ETF that you uh, just brought up there, Mike. Of course, I do notice shares of Rivian having their first good day in a while, up 7.4% this after the company's first earnings report. Of course, it was an incredibly successful IPO, which has not been the case in the aftermarket for many of these new issues this year. Not just facts. We've talked about it often. Uh, after the first trade, it has typically been a good time to potentially consider selling. But overall, not a lot of selling today. Uh, as we look at the broader indexes, the S&P up perhaps as much as 1.8% here at the close. And the NASDAQ inching closer to a 2.5% gain. Even more for small caps, up 3% there on the close. Strong finish. Welcome back to Closing Bell. I'm Sarah Eisen. Here with David Faber, who is in today for Wilfred Frost, and Mike Santoli, as always, CNBC Senior Markets Commentator. Coming up, value investor Bill Nigren says two sectors in the market are really cheap right now. Find out which ones they are, as well as his top three stock picks for 2022. First up, Paul Hickey from Bespoke Investment Group is still with us. But, Mike, I'll turn to you on a rebound day that, that really finished nicely here into the close with small caps up 3% oil. Okay, so let's look over at Weibo and see what we actually got here. You'll see uh, we got some after-hour activity going on right now. We got a few spark lines going off. We got uh, body is up 2.84% in after-hours with 1.21% uh, up on EXPI. EXPI down here at this level of 35.51%. That's a good that's a good level to actually be looking at EXPI. Something to pay attention to with that one. And then you see actually everything else is coming in pretty much generally flat at this point in time. Um, let's go over and see what's actually losing after hours. We'll see that we got Peloton down to another 1.12% after recovering about uh, basically the same what all they lost and uh, what all they made in gains today. They're basically giving that up right now. Uh, right now we see Blackberry is down uh, about 1% as well. Remember, they reported earnings this afternoon. Uh, we got Virgin Galactic almost down 1% as well, too. 
And then we see that the broader market is selling off after that crazy run that it had today. Um, let's look over at the final uh, the final account of the indices right now. Let's check that out. Let's head over here to CNBC. We'll see. Uh, let's just refresh that, get our numbers here. You'll see that we have the Dow Jones finishing up 560 points on the day, which is 1.6%. Nice. Then you get a 1.78% day, which is 81 points on the S&P 500, finishing at 46.49. And then you see NASDAQ is up 2.4% as well, which is another 360-point day after being down the last three-day sessions. And then you see Russell 2000 is up 2.5% as well, another 53-point day, okay? Nice moves on these indices today. Um it looked quite bullish yesterday afternoon when the market closed and we saw the rally in the market. Like if you look at SPY right now, you'll see that it's trying to maintain what it already put into the market today. It started on the downtrend and then it's trying to recover back what it started to lose on that downtrend. We'll see if it holds. Uh, you know, SPY actually trades for another 15 minutes after the market closed uh, for after hours. And then that's where we get our final tally of what SPY actually indicates at and where it starts at for the futures um, was it, as it goes into the evening. So good day overall, good healthy movement in the market. Okay, so start flooding the, uh, the chat with those tickers that you want to look at with charts that you want to check out. And let's get that uh, motion going here so we can talk about those things as well as I get into my thesis. I'm going to start with my thesis on SPY as it comes into play right now. So I, I actually made a luxury of a clean sheet here. So that way you don't get confused by all the madness that is my chart when you look at it on the daily here, right? I want to kind of like break it down for you in the clean state here. But the main thing that you need to pay attention to on this chart is that we had two gaps. Well, we broke down past that gap, which gap down, and then we actually moved into the gap, okay, on SPY. So then we actually got into this gap, and now we're on a hollow candle. But let me put the candle here so you can see it's full. That basically this candle is in the gap right now and trying to make its way out of it and try, probably try to retest those all time highs here. Right now, that's what you need to care about. The other thing that you need to care about on this chart that I'm showing you right now is that we're above the overall macro trend line that we actually have. That's good. That's the green line here. We want to be above the white dotted line that I have here as the channel that we want to be in. OK, at the minimum to actually get to 500. OK, at a reasonable time. The pink line is the trajectory that we want to stay on and go higher than or keep gapping up to the white channel. So if we get to this dashed line here and we keep that move up, we'll eventually get up back to the channel that we came from. If this is the new channel, the pink one that we actually enter into, then we can go this trajectory. But we get about 490 to 495 by 21 January and we don't get the $500 uh, in the money play. Right. But being at 490, 495. It's still reasonable and still good money at that point in time, too. Okay, so we talked about that. Now, let's go over to the clean chart that I actually have right here, right? Well, it's still SPY, and we're still looking at the daily, okay? And I've been doing some you know, some charting just to try to understand where we could be going, and I'd like to try to make sure that I'm roughly in, in, in step and in tune with what's going on. And when you're following, and one of the things I recommend to anybody who's actually trying to get into the world of investing uh, thinking about doing option trading or even thinking about how to actually average into plays or finding what about a dip at, you have to kind of like pay attention to charts, right? And you have to kind of like study that chart enough to where you kind of like get more familiar with it than you even imagine. And you can kind of see some of the repeated actions that this play is potentially going to make. Okay. And 
really and truly what we've seen here is that spy has been on an epic run okay we've been on an epic run since the pandemic started and i love to go back here and show you that we had this drop here at the pandemic time frame and then we started our, our march up and recovery really fast right and we got to the very top of the channel we got to the top of that channel two times and we came back and we kept our momentum going staying at the very high end of that channel so since back here this is re this is something to pay attention to okay what i want you to see is back here this is where we started at the bottom of the channel at okay pay attention to that level as you go high here you're looking at it like i said we have been been we've been at the top of the channel for so long and now it kind of almost looked like it's losing steam okay you're starting to see these dips come in more repeatedly like they should but then as it's losing steam we've now had a familiar drop off again back to the trend here right that is a higher low that's still positive okay but then when you look at the next time we come now we've hit another top of the trend right where we're basically now seeing at the bottom of that trend boom we're not going as higher to the top of the channel we're starting to see these lower lows come in okay lower highs come in higher lows i keep saying lower highs. higher lows come in okay now yesterday we gap down again we gap down again and now we and then we broke that channel and recovered back into the channel okay when a candle actually finished right at the end tail end of the channel right here i hope y'all can see that let me make sure i zoom in on that right so now you've seen one so we started with one on in march of 2020 okay so you see it's already two in the same area of time of each other right now what you see if i scroll out is that you have one let's zoom in on that a little bit more okay so you got one two three four we have four drops we started with one drop in march of 2020 and our first drop then come the 6th october of this year okay so that, what does that mean to me that means that spy could be losing steam okay and so what i decided to do was is to actually you know clean this up a bit for you and you'll see that these blue right here are, are some are field retracement support levels that i have drawn out right now okay but what you'll see is that we have this drop here and we had that high point here and then at bottom so what i basically did was i copied this move okay copy the move and basically place them right together again so you'll see that this should be the next leg up okay now the problem is is that you look at this top here that top here compared to this top here you'll see there's a 47406 which is not true that should be like 47354 right is that the level yeah, 473.54. And then we have a level here of 473.06. Okay. So 50 cent less. This is a lower low, a lower high, right? That's a lower high. This one right here. This candle right here. It got rejected. So this is a lower high. It didn't even it didn't make it back to the point that that even though it's at 50 cent. Now that's that's being finite, right? That's actually trying to be very uh, scientific and down to a calculating point on your chart. Okay. Some will say that's a double top and a double top is bearish. Okay. And if some will say that it really don't matter, it's the Misha saying peak, but it didn't exceed the peak, which it should have. Okay. But it didn't, it got rejected here. And when it got rejected, it pulled all the way back down to the trend line. So what we had here is a up top. This is the full rejection at that resistance level. It came back to the trend. 
It made another move up. It came up just short of actually trying to go through that resistance and it came back to the trend. So to me, this is getting slapped down and we're losing that steam. So what we're seeing is that this is another move here. So if for me, if it breaks above this trend, if it breaks above this trend again and then it gets slapped back down, that is an even worse position, right? Because now this has less room to grow. It has room to go right to the so we're at 463. It has about a $7 top. Well, no, 11 about a $10 top to the top, right? $10 top. If it gets rejected at this $10 top again, this is going to go into a full downswing, okay? Downtrend. And then this, this M, well, the first leg of this M would be complete, right? You will see it go. All right, stick with me. Stick with me for just one second. You'll see it'll be here, here, and down, right? That's what we could see. We could see, or it could be shorter than that. I'm just giving the example so you can see it, that a M means it's going down, right? And basically, it can be same peak or shorter, okay? So let me draw it for you again. Basically, what you'll see is you could see this play right here where it plays out. It comes back up to that peak again. And then it falls, okay? And that's even more close to what I believe is possible here. That very top that we're looking at is maybe 474.81 before it falls, okay? And that is something to be worried about, okay? This is why I say there may be a bull trap still forming here. And to not get too excited about this move that we've seen today. Now, how do we play this, okay? That's the other question of the day. How do we get out of this position before that happens? Well, we're right here at the cusp uh, where we can actually make money on this play. Well, we're going to have to average down for that, okay? Averaging down on this position can get you to a level where you can, the contracts are so cheap right now where if you average down with the right capital, you can turn this thing positive and another full run on this potential play back to that $10 uh, area that we're looking at, about 473 can get you paid, Okay. But you have to be systematic in what you're doing. So what I'm planning to do, my level of average in at, on my entry is at 465 to confirm that this play is still in that type of run. If it's in that run 465 and above, I can average in, average down further enough to break the contract even and then run this up on that leg to 473. If it don't hold 473 and push through then sell off on that way back down and then reevaluate where I believe these contracts are going and where I think this cut, this whole in indice, this whole ETF is going as a whole. Okay. So I think we have to worry about this just a bit more to see how the pain is either one going to be there or if the pain is going to subside. So it's some more work to be done, some more due diligence to be given. And I'm just giving you my opinion that right now, I don't think that we are out of, the 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 problem area of spy just now so we got to give ourselves some time okay so i see that we have tickers uh actually over in the chat uh we're looking at uh atvi as one of them as well so let's check out atvi uh let's see here hmm, let's see atvi So last time I looked at Activision Blizzard, we was dealing with um, essentially was just actually going to make a move back up, right? And it's still sitting inside my uh, support lines that I actually have for it right here. It's been traded in this area for a while. So the one thing I want to do before I do anything else is go back and see 
how it has it handled this area before. So what you'll see is if we take a rectangle, you'll see that this level here is essentially the same area, okay? So that's where we're at right now. So basically, you're looking at pricing that we haven't seen since 2017, okay? We've seen it again. We saw it in 2017, then we saw it at the pandemic, and now we're back at that level again. So, and you see each time it broke out, made a run, then it broke back down, made a run off this move, and now it's back down here again. So what we're looking at is, is it coming back to this level here as resistance, right? So this is a good area of mark, marking where we're at right now. Okay, so let's see. What we do we have? Okay, so one thing that I see for sure on the weekly, this is bullish. You're seeing a move up on the weekly. I was still, that. this is a nice move actually on the weekly. Um, and then you got the stochastics actually turning up, which is nice as well too. Price hasn't caught up the momentum. Um, so that's kind of uh, bullish as well. Um, I see uh, down here that it's starting to turn salmon instead of dark red. So that looks good. Uh, let's look at the daily. Okay. On the daily, what you see is a breakout happening here too. And it's probably doing this under, oh, it's actually doing on good volume too. The volume is higher than the average volume. So that's decent too. What I would look for is to see if it retraces first. Okay. Uh, the reason why I say that, because this could be forming a double bottom, right? It could be making a midpoint here and then want to come back down and then retest this breakout. Okay. So we're looking at, this should be in a downward trend, right? So if you look at this in a downward trend, the trend was basically set in at this level up here, right? And really and truly, it goes, you had some moments where it broke out of that trend, but that trend actually got back down again, made another move out of it, but can't fully hold it. And now let's look at the EMAs. Yeah, you see it's below the EMA. So this kind of gives me that natural uh, thinking process that this could actually be a double bottom getting ready to form here, right? That's one of the indicators that you actually want for understanding that it's a double bottom that is actually below the 200. And if I turn back on the EMA again, the, below the 200 EMA, it's what you see here, the dark blue line, and it's below it here on the chart. So to me, this still has room to come back down and retest lows, okay? So you'll see that maybe it will come back down here to check 56.29 before it makes its next leg up here, okay? So something to pay attention to, but you do have a gap here. So that's something to pay attention to as well. And I love the gap when we can actually get a gap play that actually pays out. So something to pay attention to here, the gap play, okay? So... We're not quite there on the gap just yet, though. Give it some time. Um, I would, if I was you, set a, uh, an alert uh, for 68.41 to see when they approach the gap so that way you can identify how to play the gap. Because what I expect to happen here is going to get rejected by this trend line, come back down, and then try to make a, a W pattern to go through it. And then it's going to approach this, uh, this gap area and try to push through this gap as well. With 71.58 being okay, okay resistance. It's not tough resistance it's okay so i would uh not be surprised if you see a move that plays out like that in that shape and form okay so let's look at xlf okay xlf got a 43 dollar call for january 21 and then uh at&t call 30 dollar call for january 30th okay so let's check that out so we got xlf uh let's see what we have here mm. okay so xlf 
see what I have here. So on the one hour, I think I had it as this may have been a flag, but it, it broke down. So it wasn't a flag. Okay. So we can take that off. Right. Uh, let's see. It got into the gap. It filled most of the gap. Yeah, it filled most of the gap. But it, it dropped out of that gap down again. It recovered today. Man, let's see what we got. Mm. So, okay, stochastics is in a downtrend on the daily. Price hasn't caught up to it just yet. Um, selling pressure came in at the at the close, so it brought it back down. Let's look at it on the one hour. On the one hour, it's doing. Yeah, I will watch. I will wait. I think this is going to pull. Oh, well, you got this for a call already. Maybe are you trying to get into a call for it? What I'm looking at is that it can pull back here. So if you're already into it, you're going to watch a pullback, a retrace about this trend line here, more likely. Because um, it's still in the downtrend. The downtrend is actually set right now. It's not in the uptrend. So for me, Mm. Just thinking to myself for a second. Yeah, I would. Man, it's got so many gaps on here. Is those gaps show up on, on both sides or just that one side? No, it's just on that one side. Okay, so what I would do is if I'm in this play, I would be prepared to understand that it's coming. It, it may come back to this trend line, right? Um, but tomorrow we could have a better day tomorrow and this thing could continue to move. Let's look at it in two hours. See if we get some different candles. Uh, a reversal could be in. Yeah, one, two. Yeah, and then you got this small green doji here, hangman doji. This a reversal could be in, and you could see a pop to the upside tomorrow. Yeah, price though, for price, I see action really trying to break this area, and that's going to be. Hmm here yeah i would think here is your your resistance your resistance is going to be at 3864 so let's drop down to the lower time frame and see if it's more uh cloudiness there yeah so it looks like it's some cloudiness there uh that you're gonna to have to deal with some pain to get through that and the average true range on that if you're looking at xl really only moves about 40 cent or so so um be you know mindful of that as you're buying that time on that contract and let's look at one more thing, real quick. Visible range. Just want to see if it's going to be stuck in traffic. Yeah, if once it breaks here, it's get it's still a little rough. It can it, it won't it really won't get the moving until it gets to the gap, right? That's when it gets to this gap. It gets lower, and then you can kind of take that play from there. But you got some pain that it's got to deal with to get to that level first. So that's something to think about and something to consider. And the next one was uh t right at and t so what you see with at t is that basically oh this is going down yeah it popped out but this is going back down for sure uh on the daily let's look and see yeah this is gonna yeah this is gonna reverse oh man let's see it broke oh it broke this trend right here Let's see. So now we got to move it up. Like it's going to consolidate right here and let price catch up. If price catches up, then it has some more movement to go. But I'll be prepared for a reversal. Um, let's look at this on 
Oh yeah, it made its W pattern too. See, like it made a it made a double bottom pattern pretty much. Broke out. It's at the very. It's almost at the very top here. At the very top here, it breaks out and it may reverse back at this level, which is should have probably done that. Let's do this. Um, that is a trend I want to actually just highlight. So here it's about twenty four ninety seven. So I'll if it's a twenty, you got a thirty dollar call for January. I mean, I would say okay, that's fine, but be sure to watch the movement here, right? Like if you look at Yeah, I think it's gonna deal with some pain here at this twenty five forty seven level. What is it at right now? It's at twenty four fifty after hours. I will watch for some pain here. And I think it may get rejected after this move here to 24.94 and come back down. That's just me personally. And then that contract, 30, 60 cent, I mean, it could get there. I'm not going to say it couldn't. I know they had some news today. Uh, so I think it broke out on news today. What did they say about it? To sell programmatic advertising marketplace Xander to Microsoft. So that was news that it had today. And then shares rise at the Morgan Stanley upgrade today. Uh, that was last week. So, but today, yeah, they had news about selling um, their advertising marketplace to Microsoft. So that's why it popped here. So right now, this may just be, you know, one of those things where it broke out at the same time with news. It may try to continue that trend, but then get rejected around by 25 bucks. So be prepared to, you know, dig in if you're going to dig in. But it has some legs that it has to grow first for me to be excited about it. But it is in an uptrend. It's trying to break out. It's definitely trying to break out here on the weekly as well, too. So it could be favorable. Could be favorable. Um, yeah, I just don't like the one hour. But, yeah, the daily and the weekly is it, like it's trying to break out. And it did break out of one of the downtrends, but it's in another downtrend. So uh i would just pay attention to see like if i was to extend this downtrend out here it still has more downtrend to go right so that's just the over this is just a short shorter downtrend we have um overall downtrend here that started in november 19 that's been you know going down ever since this is the overall down this is the downtrend that is currently on but this downtrend is definitely not over yet so overall it's a downbeat play um and actually that to get through that down get to 30 bucks it has to basically make it through another downtrend so i will watch it i will be patient or cut it if you start to see a reverse i would just cut it i wouldn't even stay too, around too long and try to uh, and re-examine it to see if it's a better entry at a later time um can we look at pins uh, I think pins is on the other leg of a double on the four hour. What key levels do I see? Pins. Okay, let's look at the four hour because that's what we talked about here. Okay. Um, could be. Could be. I can see that. I see what you're asking about. Uh, but let's see. Let's do what I normally do first. Let's hit the weekly. Uh, we definitely don't have enough data. 
What I'm going to do is I'm just going to clear this whole chart. All right, so let's do it over. Um, so we had a double top pretty much here. Made that M. Yep, and then we try to break out and then we roll down. Okay, so let's just take a trend first. So what we got. And we have... I mean, if we bring it down that way, then you get all that information there. Okay, so. All right, so we got that. Then what you'll see is basically this downtrend continue, but let's see if there's an uptrend you now that we can use. Obviously, uh, the pandemic happened, and a lot of this price moved forward during the pandemic. And now we're bouncing, had a high. So now I said you can actually extend this out if you really wanted to. And you'll see that basically it's been that downtrend since here, right? And now you're looking at it going down. Let's go down to the daily, see what we got uh, on the daily. Oh, I think anybody talked to Disney CEO right now, but I'm in the middle of charting, so I'm, I'm going to keep on charting right now. Uh, see, you're seeing this right here, right? You're seeing this move, that move, and you're expecting to see this leg right here, right? Yeah, that's what you're looking for. So, you know the deal, right? We already talked about this before. It's in a reversal. I like it. It's in an uptrend here on the daily, right? Um, let's chart out the stochastics. Stochastics is up on the daily, um yeah let's listen to this and i'm gonna finish charting and i'll come back to you is a result of a few things one more competition for entertainment in the home uh and more volume meaning there's just more to watch at home and uh the pricing is really good whether you're subscribing to netflix or disney plus or hulu or some of the competitors uh, it those are good deals you're getting a lot of quality a lot of volume for a relatively inexpensive price i worry that the cost of a movie ticket is is becoming more of a problem for people particularly in inflationary times which we've been experiencing but what does it mean for a company like this one that was built on the power of movies whether they be animated or otherwise i mean i look at this this incredible franchise started with a movie in 1977 yeah it did and you know well look i think you first of all thanks to technology we can make movie quality television today and we are if you think about what george did with uh, New Hope, or which wasn't called New Hope in 1977, versus The Mandalorian. Right. And look at the quality that's on screen, special effects, you name it. Does it's it have incredible. the same cultural impact, though? I just wonder. Like, I think, you know, you, you've written in your book about Black Panther, which was a very important moment, you said, in sort of your tenure. Yes, one of, my, one of my most memorable moments, actually. One of my proudest moments. In movie theaters, does it have the same impact? I don't, I, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think that the impact of a large screen experience, global, sometimes, okay, let's, you know, let's, they, let's they finish sing. up on, uh, on, on pins, okay? So uh, what we see on pins right here, right? I just drew this, uh, this, this full detail out, right? And then what I want you to see is that obviously the way that I like the way the these moves is that you want to see a bullish momentum candle come in first. Right here, this is a move, 
but I don't like this area right here. This area right here could be a head fake. You can see this action come in, and then it could turn back the opposite direction and go back down to the trend. What you want to see is confirmation of this move up. So to me, if you was going to take this move early, it's at like 37. Let's see what the price is right now, right? So I see it's 36.73 post uh, market. But the, the real move would be at 37.23 is what I would consider, or even here at 38.51. Now, if you want to be actually cautious and give it time to run, what you want to do, the way to accurately do this is to wait for it to get exceed the midpoint on the bullish candle, okay? The midpoint here on this W is 41.18. Well, we already know. If we go to the option chain, let's just look, okay? You know, I, I like to show what I see here, right? Um, if you go over to the option chain, let's just go over to January. $40 call. I hate when it does this. I don't know. Does any comment below if anybody any, anybody else we will does this way. It takes forever to load. Like if I click off it and then this, look, see it comes right back. I don't know why it does that. Okay, so kind of you know, people leave clues, right? So sometimes you just have to look. If you look at 21 January 2022, you see the $40 calls. We're on calls up here at the very top. Got the $40 strike, right? You got the buy here at $1.12. I mean, the bid is $1.12. The ass is $1.19. Midpoint is about $1.16. So you got about a, eh, uh, about a seven, uh, seven cent spread, six, uh, three cent spread if you want to use the mid to uh, high of the ass, right? The volume is 664 contracts either sold or bought today. But the total of open interest on these contracts right now is 6,000 contracts. And the implied volatility is very low, okay? So people are already playing this to 40 bucks. Like, if we go back over, you check here. This is what I would say. If you watch this move and you saw it break out 3728, you can buy a $40 call and play that out. And if you got time on, let's say it breaks this area and it starts running before Christmas, okay? And then you still got it after New Year's, and now it's at 40 bucks. 40 bucks. You can hold it or you can close your contract because you're in the money and then leave a runner if you bought more than one and see if it can, it can leg out the extended part of this race to 49.13. Now, here's what I said context leaves clues, right? Humans leave clues. So check this out. You can go back over here again. You'll see we got the 40, 6,200 contracts. The 42, which is cheaper, 71 cent on the bid, which is $71, 22,000 contracts, okay? Look how many people either bought or sold those contracts at 137 contracts. 45, 37, right? 9,000 people there, right? 47 and a half, 9,000, right? 50, 32,000 contracts right here. This is what I'm getting at. Basically, this leg right here is important, right? You want to see this candle start growing with this leg. And if it starts matching up semblance to this, you can see that this pathway is going to get back here. And one of the things that we talk about on this W pattern is EMAs. The 200 EMA at the very top of it, and it's in a downtrend, okay? So the criteria for a W pattern for me, when I usually see them on a double bottom, double bottom is there's a downtrend, there's a 200 EMA, you already seen that it started to form the pattern, and then you're you're at that point where it's about to make that third leg. That third leg runs, okay, and that third leg usually goes back to where it came from, okay, before it either makes its next move up or trades sideways and consolidate, okay. That's that move right there. So I like it. I like pins. That's a that's a good look. There's a lot of levels there that you can pay attention to. 
And it's, a, it's something that you can make a lot of money on, in my opinion. Great find. Uh, DocuSign, okay? DocuSign is another play that we're talking about right now as well. Um, so let's check that out. So DocuSign, you will see here. Let's look at it. Uh, it's in the. It's not in the gap yet. DocuSign is playing, right? Um, let's look at it here. I think we're on a good level to show it here. So you'll see that it's right outside the gap. Um, I have an alert already set for not even thinking about this play again until it breaks 163.81. Um, I'm in it. I'm in it uh, already. I have two different contracts on it. Um, I have, let's see, see what contracts I have. Huh, if you over in my uh, Discord, you get my trade alerts each time I make them, so you already know. But just for you know, obviously for the sake of this context of this uh, this message that I'm providing you right now in DocuSign, I will tell you exactly which ones I have. I have the $180 call. Okay, so the $180 call is here. Okay, right above where I have uh, resistance at, and I feel like it's going to get there because once it breaks, it's nothing to hold it back from getting through this level. So we'll see 180. Then I have the, let's see, I have 180s, and then I have 250 calls, okay? And they're all for January 21st, okay? So 250s is the wild one. I know people are like, that's that's a long ways to go. And I really don't care about it getting to 250, but I care it for it to get above the top of this gap, okay? If it gets to the top of this gap, 228, 229, and it does it in a reasonable amount of time, and a volatile swing day, I can make I, that that contract is going to print, and regardless of where it's at after that, I'm selling it once it breaks out of this gap. So those are the contracts I have. Typically, when you're actually playing a gap play, you play it for the focus of actually getting into the gap, and you get it to run, and then you want to you actually start with smaller contracts, well, closer to end the money contracts, and then if you see that that move is actually happening, you want a contract at the very top here so it can complete the run of that um that full move to the gap. So. You got to be careful on certain gaps. Certain gap plays, they can run, and then they can turn back and reverse course and consolidate. So this is why I say I'm not averaging. I'm not even thinking about it again until it crosses 163.81, and we started to see upward trajectory on this play. But it's starting to make moves. It's starting to make waves. Volume is not where it needs to be at on this play, okay? Like if I actually go over to the other side, you'll see that volume here is at 3.74 million for the day. Average volume over the last 10 months is 8.9 million. And like I had been talking about, this was going to be an interesting week in the market because I expected that volume was going to shrink up. And with this shrinking, you have to think about this in the context of how much of this price action is real and how much of this price action is almost like fool's gold. That's why I say that when we're looking at SPY, I can almost feel like we're seeing that negative downtrend getting ready to take shape next week. After we get a couple more days of maybe sideways trading or even a bigger up or tick run this week for it to fall flat next week. Okay. So pay attention. Um, think about that play. But right now, DocuSign, I'm not worried about it right now. I'm going to give it time and then I reaccess uh, where I'm at. Maybe next week is when I start worrying about it. We are in that 30 day window now, though. So theta is more important than it was, excuse me, last month. So we'll see where we're at and I'll reevaluate and make my decision on it from there. Hope that helped. Um, also, looking at Posh, I got back in. think it's in pre-breakout mode. Okay, so let's look at Posh, okay? So let's check that out. Posh. So, yeah, Posh, it's a breakout. It's a W. 
for sure. I agree. Nothing to argue about. Once again, for the folks at home taking notes, uh, you'll see that once again we have, but this one is different though. This one is different. It has a gap. And I feel like the gap should be included, but I really haven't seen it play out where the gap has ran with the W on the double bottom, but it should. So for me though, I would be more careful about this one because I need that gap play. I need to understand if it's going to push through this gap. If it pushes through this gap, then you're, you're money, right? You better make some good money if you, if it pushes through this gap right here. So let's set a trend line for that area right here. This is the midpoint like usual. Uh, that midpoint is about 2033. So we care about this right here. I like it, right? But then what you got is you got your W pattern. So we're going to include this here, okay? And then that move should be up and out, right? So to me, a little bit more. I got to get through this consolidation area right here, right? You, it's probably hard to see, so I'm going to zoom in just a bit. But here... This consolidation area right here, I want to get past that. I don't want to get, I don't want to get caught in this consolidation. Um, let me highlight it for anybody that's looking. You see all these wicks right here. This is consolidation. I don't want to get caught in it. And really, look where it's at right now. It could get rejected here. And if it gets rejected here, then you don't want to be in that play. That's why I say you want to see at least clear this, get into the gap. And if you wait. I know it's almost like taking dollars off the table, but if you wait, you still get to the top of this midpoint, 2046. That's still a $3 move, right? $3 move right here. So you can, you can see it get into the gap. Then you start getting your signal that you know this is going to be bullish. You can take a call at either 1 to 20, or you can take a call at 21, and then you can still lay this thing out right to the very top. So I like that play as well, too. And let's look at it down on the one hour, uh, just to get a kind of like a look. See, like you'll see that this move is happening systematically, right? Um, so I had it here. So, yeah, it's making that move systematically. So, yeah, just watch it uh, on the stoke. I didn't look at the stoke. The stoke is pointing upward, so that's bullish as well, too. So, yeah, I like it. The momentum is already there. Price is catching up. I like it. Okay, that's another one. I like it. Great job finding that one. Okay, Fishman. Man, I had a Pfizer call today. And that thing reversed, so I got up out of it, right? How did Pfizer finish up today? I ain't, I didn't stay in. It, I, I almost got smoked on Pfizer. So I had got out of it. I, I was up yesterday, though. That's the crazy part. I should have just sold off yesterday. So, And I probably should have did that with a firm today, too. A firm had a great run in it. But I think a firm got some more room to grow, so that's why I didn't really care about it. But Pfizer, I should have got to play yesterday. That's my one of my things. You got to know when to get out of these plays, right? Sometimes these plays will fool you and make you think that it's actually doing something. So this could be not saying that it is. I had a pennant, which that was a pennant on the daily. They broke that pen and then broke out. But now I see maybe, and I'm 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 still learning, folks. So don't be mad at your boy. All right. Don't be coming at him and say, Craig, you had it wrong. Okay. This could be a flag. Right? Could be. Got the top of the channel, bottom of the channel. Could be. Got the flagpole here. Like if I even connect that, that's a could be a move here to the upside on the flag. Get ready to bounce to the top side. We're at all-time highs on Pfizer, too. So um, volume is what the problem is with Pfizer right now. Like, oh, it's all, it had a good day of volume. Look at that. Good day of volume here on Pfizer. So you see 56 million, 56 million, pretty much even on volume today. So that is interesting. Okay, so what I would do is I would look to see. You say you got a 60, 
64 and a half call, okay? 64 and a half call. That's a lot. I mean, on a field retracement, okay, for one, let's look. Let me, on a, this is the field retracement level that I did myself, right? So my field retracement level, let's just make sure, Um, yeah, I went from top to bottom, okay? I went from, oh, I went from peak. I went from the last time it hit trend. Last time it hit trend to this very area that it's at now, I have a FIB level at 65.08, okay? But it has to break through 59.09 first. Um, yeah. Yeah, let's look at the one hour. I like I like the FIB retracement. But, yeah, so you see that I just drew these. Okay, let me, let me go back. Let's do this. Let's do it right. That way y'all can actually see it. Y'all might not be able to see that. But let's go back over to the daily and just make sure that we have what I said we had. Okay. I don't want to, it looks like it appears to be right. And you know, sometimes your eyes can play tricks on you. So let's just draw it out to be safe. So we have. Oh, here. Okay. And then you have top of the trend here. Okay. Wicked out. And then you have the bottom of the trend here. Right? So could be a flag, right? Break down here, broke back up, and maybe get ready to make price action going back up and may come back down. Let's look at the linear. Let's see if that's see it's playing at the very top of the linear. So it's probably gonna come down and make a break, right? How much time do you got on this contract? You said oh 23. Uh, I don't know about that one. 23. I would tomorrow is Wednesday on that weekly contract. Theta is going to be killing that contract tomorrow. So if you don't see a move to the upside tomorrow, get out and then roll it, roll it to a longer monthly play because you can still make money on the other end, right? Like if you get into a 21 January play, I think you'll you'll feel better about it because it'll make that break and it will go to 65, right? More than likely off that off that bullish momentum behind it. And then Apple, that's my that's my take. That's my take on that. If it don't, if it ain't rolling tomorrow, Wednesday's fatal. It's gonna eat at that, eat away at that contract. Get out of it. Roll it to a monthly, and then make that money on that play. Okay, I think that is, I think that is a legit flag. Okay, it's and it's on a higher time frame. It takes three to four weeks for this move to actually develop. Right. So this move right now it started on 13 December. So even if we was to just go, you know, do this right. Um, check me out. Check me out. <laughs> I I don't, I don't know if y'all do any of this stuff um, when y'all sitting around and y'all be trying to figure stuff out. This is stuff I do right here, right? I do eight duration, right? Check this out. So if this move started on um, 12, 13, 2021, okay? Um, I need work days, right? I need work days and we need to exclude, yep, weekends and holidays. Okay, let's see. Uh, we need 13 days. Okay, so let's go 21 January. Let's just see what that gives us. 01, 21, 22. Let's see what we get. That's 26 days. So 26 days is what that gives you three times seven is 21 and then four times seven is 28. Right. So you're kind of in that window if you go that route. So for me, I would look at this 
right? I would like the 21 January play. And just go for, you know, for giggles while we're here. Let's look at the contracts. Uh, so you see 21 January, you was looking at the 64 and a half. Once again, you see we were doing me dirty. They don't never have all my stuff loaded. So let's go back. And it's still not loading. Why is it not loading? See, I don't like that. I don't like when it does that to me. It makes me. Oh, now it's coming. All right, here we go. So you see 64 and a half. There's nobody there. But look at 65. 65 has 57,000 contracts available, right? Even after. Honestly, I'm going to say people bought these contracts today. That 35,000. I'm going to say people bought those contracts. Look at the 60s. 60s. 33,000 contracts was bought today. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you go back over here, you look at Trading View, well, we did with it, uh, Pfizer. You see, I had 6508 as my retracement, right? As my field retracement. I didn't even look at this, right? This is when we charted it, when I charted it. But then you see it is flagging, it appears. And with this flag, you're going to need time. It's by the book, by in book guidance, it says three to four weeks on a higher time frame, like the daily, for this to develop. We just went over. You know, 26 days that's within your range of three to four weeks. You might need that move to get through it. And that's where it's at. Now, if I broke that down for y'all and y'all like the how I broke that down for you, got to hit your boy with some likes on that because, hey, look, I don't know where you're getting that at anywhere else besides here. Okay. So, and then we got Apple, Apple 182 call. I had Apple 172 and a half calls this week. Um, what's the, what's, the, what, what you got on this uh, Apple 182 for this week? You think 182? Right. That's that's that says did you mean 172 or did you mean 182? I'm fishman. Let me know. I missed that 172. Now you think it's going up 10 bucks by Friday? No, by Thursday. Thursday? Is that right? Let me know. Uh let's see. Let's see. Uh I don't have that, right? I have Apple having to deal with this resistance rate. I think it's forming a uh consolidation right here right i think it's going to run into um consolidation and get back up to this level and get rejected again like it broke us down it's, it's it's micro trend i mean i could adjust it if i adjust the trend out here we still get three points right so i mean it is theoretically still a trend um i mean Man, wow. Okay, could I be wrong? Let's, let me take off my consolidation area, my my demand zones. Okay, give me one second. Let me let me thin this out, um, so y'all can see. Okay, um, do that. All right. So what we're gonna do is that I'm gonna show you how I I do this. Right. So basically, what I would do for a measure move on this play is that I would one. Take an angle, right? And then two, take that angle down to where I hit the trend. Okay. Now I'm gonna copy. Right. See, so I'm gonna take that, and then I'm gonna sit it here. Okay. Now you see, it, it came up, and this was a longer leg. So now we know that leg don't fit. Okay. Now let's go up and see if the next leg fit. Oh, why did it do that? Okay, they both should have went together. Oh, there you go. All right, so now let's take it up again. Let's see if it goes to this next leg. Okay, so 
Oh, it keeps on messing with me. Go back. I don't know why y'all don't want to participate today. Okay, here we go. So you'll see here, don't fit, right? So that means that move is invalid. Okay, so we know that move is invalid. So we'll take both of these again. And now we'll go up and now we'll extend out. We'll go uh, here and here, okay? Just trying to get a measured move to understand price action on this move that we're discussing about a 182 call for this week, okay? So that's too high, right? Is that too high? Yeah, yeah I, guess, uh, I guess it should be angled like this more so. More so like that. Okay. Now that looks right. All right. So let's copy that. Oh, no. Nope. Didn't give me what I wanted. All right. Now we got a different angle here. Let's see if that. Mm, why does it do that to me? Should have already been connected together. That's why I've been having my problem. At. Okay. So almost, almost the right move, right? It almost fits path. You see that? Right? Almost fits path. It's a little bit wider, right? But eh, not bad. Not bad. Okay, so let's take that move again. Okay, we got both. Look, so if that's the case, right, what I see, if this move was to happen again, right, and you said you're looking for 182, that move looked like it wouldn't even get to 182. Like we would just watch this thing play out. I don't believe that's gonna happen this week. I mean, the closer it gets to 182, though, it depends on where you bought it at. You're always gonna be up anyway, right? So you could just set a contract and roll it again next week out to another one. But you may see 180. But that's hard for two days with low volume. How much volume is on Apple right now? I don't think you'll see it. I think you'll see more like 174, maybe. And that's if, you, if the market keeps running away. Nah, it's not only have the volume. Look at this volume. We got 85 million, right? Trading 129 million on average for the last 10 months. Just for the simple fact that volume is down. Like, it's no, no. How many people are in those contracts? Now you got me going up here to look. Those contracts, 180 for January, for December 23rd. 182? Oh, yeah. You bought some YOLOs. Okay. Yeah. I mean, look, how many people? I mean, people loaded up in them. So they bought them because they want to see the volume increase and the price increase and they want to just sell these off so that's what your intentions are then yeah you can make money here but be careful because this thing could reverse it's already down in the after hours it's not down by much but you need to see market continuation happen tomorrow because tomorrow is wednesday and that theta decay on those is is that 80 cent right 80 cent right uh 0.0883 times 100 Oh, now that's eight. That's eight bucks, right? You put up forty bucks, and you down. You're gonna be down almost thirty-one bucks tomorrow. So that's what I'm saying. So be careful about that, right? Because you're you're yoloing it, but really and truly, that's already down. If you got in at the forty cent price, right? So if you got in at forty bucks, that's thirty-one seventeen that you're starting out with tomorrow as theta breaks down on it. Okay, so pay attention to that as well. So great question. Um, yeah, I know that's a YOLO. So not going to 180 by tomorrow for sure. Okay. Um, and not 182 by Thursday. But 
Thank you. Let's do a next one. Um, Tattoo Chef. Also, Tattoo Chef for a call of a mini breakout above 1710. Mm, tattoo Chef, 1710. Uh, let's see. Oh, man. It, did I have some gaps here? It, used to, it must have had some gaps at one point, and now they're gone. Uh, these what candles are those? These are hockey, are these right candles? Yeah, these are right candles. Okay, so scroll out. All right, let's see what we got here. So it broke my overall trend, and basically, it's been oh, oh, yeah, turn it. Mm -mm. Let's just clear the chart. When I see charts that I, that I don't remember how why I drew, I just clear them and then we start over. Um, so this is a spec. We are it was a spec deal, so we know that. So let's see where uh, the trend starts. Trend starts back here, All right? Trend starts back there. Uh, then you start getting some points here. Then it broke down from trend. It's below. It's overall trend. Even if you wanted to use this as trend. Like if you brought it down here, you still get points and it still broke down below. Now it could be above it if you want to use that trajectory. Okay, so now we got a downtrend here. All right, it broke out of that downtrend and it's forming a W. Good old W that it formed to break out, right? And now it's trying to do some magic here. I don't know. I well, these W's are they start to consolidate when they break out. So it tried the double bottom, but it did it at an angle. And this is really not a full double bottom because it didn't, it broke at different angles. Like here would have been the double bottom, this point, the point here, but it broke down, came up, and then it shortened its angle and, and then broke out. So technically it's not a double bottom. Um, okay. So what do we have? Let's see. Uh, 1710 was the question. I believe 1710 is, let's look over on the weekly. I mean, I don't have 1710 as your next. So I have it at 1735 because you see here um, is more is is more bounces here to this level. Like, yeah, you have some some wicks, right? But close, it's more closes here at 1735. I think 1710 is safe that it's going to roll through that. And I mean, if you look at it on the weekly, you got the stochastics pointing up. Uh, we'll go down to the lower time frame and check out the other side as well. But you got stochastics uh, rolling up. Uh, we'll go out and check um, the daily. Let's check that out. Daily is in consolidation, right, on the stochastics. So they're actually coming down. To consolidate and it's waiting for price to catch up right now. So when I see that, that makes me a little worried. Okay. Um, because price is going to move, but you're looking for a mini breakout, right? Just a mini breakout. So a mini breakout, you can you possibly are going to see. You'll probably get how much is the volume looking like right now? Uh, it's on par with regular volume. Um, so that's good. You'll see that volume is on average. So this play is actually making, and the small caps are running, right? So small caps may make a move again here shortly. So that's that's promising. It's a reversal in play. I like that. And then you see on the one hour, 
on the one hour, we are seeing a formation of a cup and handle, but it's going to be a quick move if it's a cup and handle. And for those who are saying, where do you see that cup and handle at? That cup and handle is pretty much where the cup is here. Okay. Now, if it's going to handle, it's going to handle really fast and break out. Okay. If it does it. So be be aware of that. And that could be your breakout move that you see. Maybe a couple of days, but it could happen in one day too. So just get watch the breakout from there. Yeah, I like 1710 though. I think that's I think that's easy because 1735 seems like a more clouded level. I mean, here it looks like it is, but it really closes on that line more than it did here. I mean, if you look at it in one hour, it's gonna look a lot more choppy. But if you look at it on the daily, you see like this levels, it respects this level. So I like this level better than 1710. Just my thoughts. Hope to help. Um, ain't no problem, Philip. Um, thoughts on cybersecurity company VRNS and technical analysis. I don't even know anything about VRNS. AB, you should tell us what should we be looking for with um, VRNS. I can look at the tech, but I have not. Don't know anything about VRNS. I don't even know what they do. Um, and they look like they are in a downtrend. Um, but let's look at it from a technical standpoint first. But we definitely know that it had, you know, higher lows, but lower highs made, right? And then it changed angle. Right? See, it changed that angle right there. And theoretically, it changed angle again, but we're going to leave that right there. We'll just extend it out for right now, right? So, but if you want to accomplish something, like for some of y'all who want, who care about seeing how that trend is actually forming, I mean, you could bring it down like this too. And this was a breakout, a mini breakout of that trend, and then it continued back down into that trend, right? Now you turn on the 200 EMA, it's it, this area that's below it, 200 EMA, right? So we got some, it's got some work to do. Now, stochastics on the daily shows that this thing is pointed up and may be ready to roll. Okay. Um, see that there. And then let's look at what the trend was initially. Okay. How long has this company been around? Let's see. 2015. I never heard of this company. Veronis System. Never heard of it. All right, but that don't mean that we can't chart it. So let's check out what's happening here. All right, so this is the uh, the play since COVID. Okay, then we need to figure out regular regular momentum. Where was it at? Mm. Here. here it was just playing along this path and then it changed course when when the rona hit okay so we got our regular trajectory uh balance sheet looks good okay we can look at the balance sheet real fast we can do that too okay um and then It pretty much double bottom, even though it wicked down here. It double bottom. It tried to break out. It may even continue its breakout. It may just take take took a breather, 
and then maybe continue. But this is like a Nike swoosh, right? So this could be going back down, right? Remember what I said about those Nike swooshes? This could be going back down. If we're going, it could be reversing back down. Okay. So watch that. Right. This could be a descending. Some would say this was a ascending, uh, a descending um scallop, and now it may be making a ascending scale. It may be making both. Huh. Interesting. Gotta look at that. I'm gonna have to look at that. I have to look and see if that really is. I want to say this could be an ascending, honestly, because it's like it's going this way. I like a reverse Nike swoosh, but it already made its initial Nike swoosh. It could be trying to go the opposite way. So we got to watch it. I don't I don't like that one right there. So we'll look and see at that a little bit here in a minute. Uh, later, I had to look at that later. Um, but yeah, I like, I think it's just bearish though. Like what I see is that it's coming down still. Right, that's what I'm. That's the vibe that I get. That it's still coming down to this trend line. That it is not over for it to come down. Um, on the daily, what I look at, yeah, price is pointing up. Um, but I need to see more. I don't have a good answer to this. I don't know what your intentions is with this. Maybe you're just looking for a fundamental on it. So let's look at the financials real quick. Um. So you said balance sheet looked good. So let's see. Um, okay, so it has it had a 74% increase in total assets. Okay, but how much cash? Cash it had 405 million. Okay. Yeah, million. Total liabilities that was current is 182. Okay, so. 405 divided by 182. So, okay, they got about two times what they owe. Okay, um, total debt, that was 273. Okay. Mm, and then let's look at income statement. Gross profit, 13% up from, let's, let's look at the quarterly. Quarterly, 86 million, 74 million, quarter over quarter. Um, revenue, 100 mil. Cost of goods was 14. So their gross profit, yeah, gross profit is 86 million. Yeah, but they still losing a lot of money though. Negative $23 million. How long? And it's been around for a while. It's been around since what 2015 is what I saw on the chart. I mean, yeah, 2014. So they have not been profitable ever. Right? They make money. Good on them. They make money. They even have high gross profit. What the hell is the money going to? Um Yeah, they've never made money. Like, they haven't even returned value back to the shareholder. Look at that. This is all negative. I don't like it. I don't like it. From a shareholder standpoint, I wouldn't like it. You ain't getting paid off this at all. Like, like EBITDA. Look, EBITDA is even negative. All that is negative. I am I'm out. I wouldn't like it. Just my take. Okay, company that's been around that long, seven years long, and you haven't turned a profit. Why? 
Like, I need to know the reason why. And then they're down. Like, if you look at their performance, like, you can't see it, but if I move out the way, you see their performance down here? Their performance is all red. They don't even have a green on the performance at all for the year, right? One week down, one month down, three month down, six month down, year to date down. <laughs> one year, they down 17%. And I'm good on that, okay? Uh, so let's move on from that. Um... Hey, you welcome, Tiffany. No problem. XLE, you got another one. Okay, XLE. XLE. This is the energy sector, okay? So let's check it out. Um, energy sector. Okay, so I think it's about to do the same thing that we talked about with SPY. It's about to make that move back down to the... I said I don't have a trend line drawn on it, so you really can't see it. But, like, if I draw a trend... Oh, uh, you know, that's weird. It's trend don't look like spies. That's that's really weird. That's crazy. Yeah, it don't look like that. It, it's maybe because I'm on, on the weekly. Let's look on the day. Oh, daily. Yeah, it's it's almost the same. Okay. Okay, so you'll see here. All right, we just add like that didn't happen down there. That, that little bleep on the radar didn't happen and took in account this move here. Oh, it already dropped. Look at that. It did. It made its move. Okay. So let's see. So yeah, it dropped here and now it's making that move back up. And I think it's going to tap out uh, probably at 57.94 or 59.49. So I wouldn't be in the play long though, because it could reverse based on everything that's going on with SPY. Um, top right here, I will use 56.67 as my target, right? That's what I would use. Because it's been there before, and then it rejected from that level. So 56.67 would be my target. If it pushed through that, then that's bullish. Then it's going to try to make, make it through this double top at 59.55. But 56.67 would be my, my target. Right now, it's going down, right, on the stochastics, on the daily. Um, and let's see, one hour. See how it looks. It's going down on the stochastic. You really can't see it, but it's getting ready to point down. It's 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 consolidating to point down. The momentum is pointing down, and price is going to follow suit. So I would be prepared for this thing to, to reverse. Energy is getting beat up right now because of that. Uh, the Build Back Better plan um, is taking a hit with uh, Senator Joe Manchin. So be careful about that one. Uh. Yeah, I like it, but be careful. And a 5667 would be my target. That's it. Um, yeah, it did look like it, it showed promise on the balance sheet, but when you look at the income statement, it's not making no money. So that's why I said I was out on it. And you know, that's just my thoughts on it. And hey, no profit giving you my opinion. That's 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 all I can do is right, give you my opinion. That's what you asked for. So uh CAG Canaveral brands. All right, this will be the last one right here. So I'm going to break this one down, and this will be the last one. Um, so let's see here. Let's go to the daily. Um, boom, 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 boom. Okay, so let's see. We're going to go back here. Okay. That's kind of crazy. That hasn't came back to that level. So let's see if we can go up. Get some touches. Boom, okay. That's a better angle, right? So I broke through there. Came back. 
Okay, but we got this downtrend from this 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 peak here. Uh, let's see. You get movement, movement. Um, it's 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 going down, right? It's pointing down. Stochastic's pointing down. Um, hmm, interesting. Yeah, let's look at the stochastics. Yeah, let's see that stochastics is pointing down. Price is catching up. It has to catch up. It hasn't caught up yet. Um, after the one hour, let's look at the two hour first on this one. So you see, yeah, it's pointing down as well on stochastics. It's going down. It hit the top of the trend pretty much. So you see it on the one hour. It got it hit that top of the trend pretty much and got rejected. Then it's coming down and it's making higher, uh, lower highs on its way down. So to me, it's going down like Frazier. You know what I mean? Going down like Frazier. So um, what I would do is I would put a if I if you are drawing this like I'm drawing it right now. What you can do is you can make another trend line here from inside. What you got already as your minor trend to see if it actually breaks to this trend and pops back up, right? So basically, essentially what I'm saying is if it comes down here, then pops back up, back down, and out, right? That's what you want to see. But we don't know. We got to watch it. So that's what you can do to kind of see where it is. Um, yeah, that's where we're at. So that is what I have. Uh, that's all I have, right? So I think it is going down like Frazier. I can say pay attention to it for a little bit, but I guess I should give you at least a trend, a support line, right? So let me give you a support line real quick before we move on. Um, let's see. Let's get you a support line that you can use as solid. So I would say here is your support. That's one. And it's below that. It may be below that right now, right? Let me see. See if it's below that. Oh, no. Yeah. 3271. Yeah. See if it comes back to this trend and then if it bounces through this trend, 37, 3271 is a support that I would look to see it revert, uh, revert back to. Um, just my just my take on that. So, yeah, you see, if you go back across and look at price. Oh, man, look at that. Price hasn't been. If it comes back to 3271, that's a good level, right? That's a good level for it to come back to because price always comes back to that level. So for me, yeah, I would watch this to see if it goes through, bounces up that trend, and falls through and hit the next support. That's would be my my thoughts. Okay. Um, don't get, you know, be patient in some of these plays, right? That's uh, some of the things that I've been thinking about. Like you got to be patient in some of these plays because when you're patient with them, they actually give you an opportunity to see where it's actually going and you can take profit on those. Okay. One of the things, slow down. Understand the positions that you're getting into. Understand your exit strategy on these plays and understand if it goes against you, what's your alternative? Like, are you going to you know, close out at 20% down? Or are you going to close out at 30% down? Is there a price target that you're looking to go down to? Uh, but what if it runs, right? One of the other things is it's easy to get out when you start to see it turn red. But when it gets green and it keeps getting greener, what is your thoughts on exiting? You got to figure that out, too. Um, come up with a plan, come up with a strategy because you're going to need that strategy for our challenge next year. Okay. So I know I've been hitting at that. I think, um, next week 
I will more likely break it down and see where we're at and we'll talk about it as we head into the new year. So stay tuned for that. I have more work to do on that to get that to you, but I think that we are almost there. And just make sure that you figure out really and truly, how do you want to take profit? What is your profit level? How much money are you trying to make each day by the week, by the month, by the year, right? You got to know all that stuff. So that way you got targets for yourself. And that way you can kind of like take a little bit of a pressure off yourself to make money, but understand you have a goal to make that money. Okay. So, um, yeah, and that's going to have to slow you down a little bit to make you make better decisions and maybe not put you in a lot of the uh, plays that you shouldn't be in or get into every play that you think is a great play, right? Wait, and then you get head faked out. So, um, yeah, recap. Let's just recap real quick. Spy, I like it. It's doing well, but I think that the steam is almost over on Spy and we're probably getting ready for a bear market, okay? Um one of the things that I think about with SPY is that it may not be a long-term bear market. And one of those interesting things that I want you to take a look at real quick as I as we talk about SPY, as we close it out, is let's go back to where SPY made this dip, okay? It made almost like a similar dip. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep drawing all over the screen every now and then. It made almost a similar dip here, but you'll see, uh, yeah, was it September, I think? Yeah, you'll see that September, it was up here. Based on that trend line almost, right? Got to that support. The support, it broke through it on resistance side, came down, right? And continued to come down. But as soon as it bounced off that support right here on that trend, look how fast it moved back up, right? This is a whole move. This is a whole move. Look at this move down. And so this, from the from that end, this high, which is on September 3rd, that was 453. It dropped all the way down to 426, okay? Then recovered pretty much like it didn't even happen, right? Right back on 21 October. That's a whole month. So what I say that is that basically you see a move here from 470 all the way down to 449, right? That's a $31 move, 20, $21 move. $21 move, it made that same move back, and then it got rejected again, right? So what we're looking at, is this move similar to that move, or is this something else that's happening? And that's what we need to figure out. And that's why I say I think we're getting ready to go into a bear market because if it don't extend past 470, uh, 473 again, then it can't make another high. And then the market is going to see that as failure and then it's going to tank, right? So be ready with extra strategy if you're looking at anything dealing with SPY. Be ready to go into puts on certain moves that you're looking at. Um, and definitely, as you're building cash up, make a way to understand and leave cash to the side for being prepared for this to reverse if it reverses the opposite way, okay? And that way you don't get caught uh, holding the bag because you already put your bag to the side and you now you're ready to reallocate your bag back into the market on the downside and we ride it down to ride it back up, okay? Uh, so, yeah, don't get caught in a whirlwind of averaging down. I'm going to average down one more time and if I even break even on, um, on, on spot, I'd rather break even than to continue to lose out thinking that we we're going to go to 500 and it doesn't. So you got to be prepared either way. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of y'all had a lot of good tickers. Um, they're brought up today. A lot of good tickers. I think the main one that came out of this one that I saw today was pins. And then that one on posh is good as well too. Shout out to um, Roy over in the chat. Um, and then, um, yeah, what I want to say is I see a question here about, 
do I think that Apple can pretty much hold up the NASDAQ by itself? Oh, no. I don't think so. I think that it's going to need a run uh, from all of But pretty much all the technology is um, all of technology is down, right? Technology came off of, of lows that it hasn't seen in a while, and that's why it made that move it did today. But based on what was said today by the president, we got to see how the market reacts to that tomorrow. If it's positive, then maybe we have a nice continual rally. But that rally only lasts until we get to that top, and then we see what happens if it breaks resistance or not, okay? So I don't think that Apple can hold it up itself. You may see Apple go to maybe 200 eventually, and then it pulls back, just like everything else. So that's my logic, right? I don't know. I could be wrong. I had to do some more charting when it comes to Apple. I do a lot more charting about anything. If you're not charting, start charting, fam. So that way that you understand technicals, you understand support, you understand resistance, you understand supply zones, demand zones, right? We talk about all those things over in my Discord each and every other time we have we have a get together about talking about charting. So, um, yeah, that's really what I got for you today. Definitely, I appreciate y'all for checking in and definitely getting out today on on this and, and supporting your boy. Definitely hit like on this video if you found value in any type of way. I appreciate it just for you just leaving those likes and definitely continue to share this out with anybody who you think can uh, learn anything from what I provide in value. Hey, I'll catch y'all in the next video. Y'all stay safe. Peace.